श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वरा गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम स्टडी ऑफ स्क्रिप्चर्स इज डन फॉर चेंजिंग अवर विजन बिकॉज वेन द विजन चेंजेस और परसेप्शंस चेंज वेन आवर परसेप्शंस चेंज देन आवर इंट्रैक्शंस चेंज वेन आवर इंट्रैक्शंस चेंज आवर एक्सपीरियंसिस चेंज वेन एक्सपीरियंसिस चेंज द क्वालिटी ऑफ आवर लाइफ चेंजेस दिस इज द पर्पज ऑफ स्टडी ऑफ स्क्रिप्चर्स but many of us do the study of scriptures for erudition and scholarship erudition and scholarship is <coughs> we get lost in words bhagwan shankaracharya says shabda jalam maharanyam chitta bhramana karanam you must have seen <coughs> in some place you also must have seen in some village area <coughs> in madhya pradesh when i went there in that house there was a maid servant and she had a child when i looked at her i felt so good so <coughs> i said hey get your child here So I lifted the child, hugged him, kissed him, and my host was worried. Maid servant's child. See, very sweet child. Then I gave him a simple chocolate. I said, "Eat." <coughs> so he was struggling how to open. He must not have opened it even once. So I opened him <coughs> that chocolate and put it in his mouth. Then the paper I wanted to throw. He said, "No, no." And then he was playing with that paper. Got the message? Words are wrappings. But what is wrapped in the words? That is important. never study scriptures for breaking our or somebody else's head and for that it is said we have to <coughs> have the understanding technically called as tatparya nirnay tatparya nirnay means what when some statement is made what is the purport of it are we getting lost only in the words see everywhere it is the same principle like if you see bhagavad gita on bhagavad gita you will see dozens and dozens of commentaries not one 
if you ask Shankaracharya, he will say, oh, Bhagavad Gita tells knowledge. If you ask Madhvacharya, no, Bhagavad Gita tells duality and devotion. If you ask um, Ramanujacharya, no, Vishishta Advaita. If you ask Lokumanya Balagangadhar Tilak, Bhagavad Gita talks about Karma Yoga. And if you ask the Gita Press people, we have sold so many million copies. <laughs> And if you ask me, Bhagavad Gita is just an expression of happiness. None of those things are in Bhagavad Gita. Don't get carried away. See, <coughs> because all that was said in Bhagavad Gita, none of that was practiced by Arjun, is it not? He was on the battlefield. Two sides, armies are standing with the guns in their hand. Excuse me, meditation. To show the issue to the star. He was not doing anything. It is these commentators, they make mess. Because we want to prove our standpoint from, with the help of the scriptures. Bhagavad Gita said like this. Bhagavad Gita didn't say any of that. Then what you have to say? That I can tell you. <coughs> Take an example <coughs> to make this point. Through examples only the truth can be conveyed. There was one girl, now she is a grown up, big girl. She is coming to Sydney to study now. So when she was small, maybe four years, five years, I was her my Swami. So if any other child comes near me, she will come <coughs> running from anywhere. Push the child, don't touch my Swami. See, I was her position. <coughs> One day I was in their house and playing with her. I said, hey, look here. You have got two of them, mom and dad. I don't have anyone now. So let us share. I'll take your dad, you keep mom. <laughs> so with her small little hand, she covered her Himalayan-sized father. No, 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 don't take my dad. I said, okay, keep the dad. I'll take mom. So I held her hand, her mom's hand, and she started, okay, beta, bye, I'm going with Swamiji now. And she started crying and miserable and rolling on the floor. When this was happening, what was the interaction or the reaction of me, her mother and her father? Were we crying? Were we miserable? But we were smiling. Is it not? Exactly the same way. Bhagavan Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, 11th chapter. Maya hatasam mahijahima. I already killed them in the anticipation. Don't worry. So, like we knew that I am neither taking her father nor her mother. We are just making fool. Just time pass. Exactly the same way. This huge 
जस्ट ए टाइम पास फॉर भगवान एंड देर फॉर गौरव पांड भगवान भी मजा आ रहा है चेंज यूर विजन बट वी गेट लॉस्ट देर फॉर इन डिवोशन इट इज सेम लुक एट द वर्ल्ड एज गॉड इज लुकिंग एट इज क्रिएशन from god's point of view nothing is good nothing is bad from the eyes point of view nothing is red and nothing is yellow from ears point of view <coughs> there is nothing like ram naam and braying of a donkey from mind's point of view there is nothing like good thought and bad thought from the consciousness point of view there is nothing like waking dream deep sleep and samadhi so like me her father and her mother were not miserable when she was miserable in the same manner consciousness is not gaining anything because of waking and dream and is not losing anything because of deep sleep and samadhi it is for this purpose all the scriptures are meant one lady very well read and she is studying bhagavad these days she asked me this question swami ji in bhagavad mahapuran they say after hearing the whole bhagavad then also that takshaka came and he was <clears throat> beaten by that uh, uh, he gave a strong killing bite to parikshit and parikshit died but in devi bhagavat it is said that it is not so which is right i say you are right i say what is the moral of the story moral of the story is before listening to bhagavat parikshit thought that he will be beaten and he will be killed after going through the whole bhagavat purana he came to know that he is beyond birth and death it is the body that is born the body that dies and thus he was established in his essential nature therefore when the takshaka came and bite he knew it is the body that is being destroyed not me this is the purpose see why i am giving such elaborate introduction is only for understanding these mantras unless you will get too much involved in unwanted details so विषास्मादवातपवते भीषो देति सूर्य विषास्मादग्निश्चेन्द्रश्च मृत्युर्धावत पंचमी सैशानंद से मीमागम साती युवा साधो युवाध्याय आशिष्टो दृढ़िष्टो बलिष्ठ तस्म पृथ्वी सर्वात पूर्ण सैको मनुष आनंद ये ये शत मनुषा आनंद नौ सी द मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट वर्ड इट इज वर्ड दैट 
सैशा आनंद से मीमांसा भवती मीमांसा मीन्स एनालिसिस टू अंडरस्टैंड मीमांसा इज लाइक अ स्पून द स्पून इज मेंड फॉर लिफ्टिंग द फूड फ्रॉम द प्लेट पुटिंग इन योर माउथ डोंट ईट द स्पून थ्रो इट अवे Don't get lost in the carrier. Words are the carriers of wisdom, but we get lost and and caught in these words. Therefore, first thing we have to understand: things move in this world never because of love. Forget that love business. Things move in this world with the authority of fear. Indians in India earlier were having gala time. Whatever they want, they can do. Now, when you jump the red light, no police will come to you, but a message will come on your phone with the picture of your car. Two thousand five. Nobody talks to you now. Silence. See, earlier police will come and then oh no no sorry okay you take twenty rupees and no no nothing like that. The result is everybody is behaving properly. Earlier it was love, now it is fear. See, so if we have to have discipline, if we want to run some business, you have to be a uh, terrorizing person. Now, who is terrorizing the whole world? It is this Paramatma. Vishasmaat vata pavate. Imagine if the air says, "I will stop moving." What do you say? No, nothing. <laughs> See, friends. Therefore, you will see all the nature's laws. They never stop working, whether they like or not. So, what we have to do now? Only this much: know what are the laws of nature, and accordingly adapt yourself. That's it. So take one example. What is the law of nature with reference to the mirror? Anything which comes in front of the mirror, it will be reflected. So mirror will reflect, your face will be reflected. It is in nature. Now the question is, how do you take it? Do you take the reflection as real and try to improve the reflection, or you know the reflection as a reflection and relax? That is the purpose. Similarly, we all have to conduct the business of life after identification with the body. So when we are identified with the body, then only this world becomes real, and there is no option. There is no way out of it. It is like this. See, friends. Then what is to be done? You have to simply know 
that this world is valid as long as we are identified with the body. So during that time, whatever we are supposed to do, live accordingly. But don't carry that burden throughout life. See, friends. Therefore, all the nature's forces are perfectly moving. And what why this is told? It is said, Saishananda Semi Mamsa Bhavati. Now, from here onward, this is called as the understanding about Ananda or the bliss. Now, for this, before we go into the topic, we have to understand basic, and that is when we experience happiness. Do we understand the source of happiness or we get carried away by the happiness? Like, I like a cup of tea, my black cup of tea, no milk, no sugar. For the first time when I was in USA and uh, I told them, uh, tea, yes, without milk and without sugar. What is this without milk? My friends, this is USA, this is not India. Then. No milk, no sugar. Without milk, without sugar, they don't understand. But no milk, no sugar, they understand. Americans are dumb. <clears throat> Their language phrases, if anything is changed, they get confused. Because what they should do, what they should talk, how they should walk, what clothes they should put, what food the TV decides. You see the kids there. The kids there have um, the method of talking exactly like the cartoons talk. Because the whole day they are watching the cartoons. So if the child has to say, Mom, I want a cup of tea. Mom, give me tea. What is there to complain? See? Therefore, here, this Ananda Semi Mamsa, we have to know where from the happiness is coming. So initially, we have this notion, I like this object. If I get that object, I am happy. If I don't get, I am miserable. And you get the object and you start thinking, yes, I am happy now because I got it. Because that object is the source of happiness. This erroneous understanding is blasted in this. This is the meaning of Ananda Semi Mamsa. See? And this can be understood by knowing the basics. What is the basic? The basic is first, where the experience of happiness happens. It doesn't happen in the body. It doesn't happen in the sense organs. All the experiences of life happen only in the mind. Now, the second step. When we start function, learning the functioning of the mind, then we come to know mind functions in two ways. First, Perception happens only if mind is behind 
what is perceived. Like you are all sitting and seeing me. I don't know whether listening me or not. So you are listening me. But if during that time your mind goes here and there, I am talking. You are hearing, but you are not listening. What is the reason? Your mind has started projecting something somewhere. And projections of the mind happen in two ways. See? That is one of the reasons you do, I am not telling you, okay, do whatever you are like doing. You get lost only in writing. If you know the truth, now and here, then alone the truth is known. Afterwards, I will read and know, forget about it. What for we are here now? We are here only for this. Other than this, everything must wait. But the mind, these two qualities, one is perception. And second is either projection in the present or memories of the past. See, friends. And what is the projection in the present? Mind projects in the following way. This object is good or bad. This object is the source of happiness or misery. I don't have that object or I have that object. Because of that, I am miserable or I am happy. This aspect of the mind is the projection. See? Or, if there is nothing to project as we are all by ourselves, then memory. See, like when we were coming, uh, there was one huge, big um, truck with the container. So I said, hey man, this may just topple down. That time one thought came in my mind. I had seen one similar accident in Mumbai. Somebody came from probably USA. The young man, his wife and his two children and they bought new car for their parents. So they got the car and they were driving home. And next to them, one truck turned and it tilted and it fell on that car and all of them along with the car smashed. So when that was going on, immediately that thought came in my mind. Then I asked, is it necessary to talk? Why don't you keep quiet? Understand, friends, minds, these two aspects are to be curtailed. Because this is how we have developed ourselves. Observe this. And because of this, what happens? We start projecting, superimposing 
happiness on the worldly objects. And when I get that worldly object, then I feel, now I am happy. Now take a simple example. I like a nice cup of tea. And when I get a cup of tea, I am happy. So what will be my understanding? When I had no cup of tea, I was not happy. When I got cup of tea, I am happy. Therefore, happiness has come from the tea. Now go further. If, like the caffeine in the tea, if happiness was the alkaloid in the tea leaves, then everybody should have been happy with a cup of tea. But it doesn't happen. Like fire is hot for everybody. Because that is the nature of the fire. If happiness was the nature of an object, everybody should be happy by getting every object. But this does not happen. Then I start thinking, but then when I get a cup of tea, I am happy, then where from the happiness comes? One day one of my friend, he met me in Delhi, an old man, and said, Swamiji, good news. I said, don't tell me you get married again. He said, no. I have given up smoking. He was smoking for last 60 years, old man, 80 years old, a retired brigadier. And he said, I have been smoking for last 60 years, right from the age of 20. Chain smoker. So, all the happiness that he had for last 60 years of smoking and the happiness that he had after giving up the smoking, I asked him, hey, you told me, now I am constantly doing experiment on myself and the whole world. That is my spiritual practice. Now tell me, the happiness that you had by smoking for 60 years and the happiness that you have now by not smoking even one cigarette, which is better? He said, of course, now I am more happy. I said, no, find out where from that happiness has come. When we chant the mantras, na, na karmana na prajayadhane na tyage na yeki amritatva manasho. Have we understood the meaning of that? See? But this aspect of the mind, we are not able to catch. Mind will die if the mind is not allowed to run in time in objects. Mind cannot survive in the utter present. Therefore, anything that comes in front of the mind, immediately time, space and object, boom, they are projected. friends. Therefore, if we understand these basics of the mind, then one day by God's grace we come to discover. Let our mind be like the mirror. What is a mirror? Mirror reflects everything, rejects nothing, retains nothing, 
therefore mirror does not have past therefore mirror does not have a personality therefore mirror does not have an ego this experience of yours though temporary is brahmananda why because your mind is stopped recognize this pratyabhijnayate pratyabhijnaya is recognition at this moment we are nobody we are nowhere this trick of the mind we have to keep in mind and thereafter study this otherwise you can make nice jokes and but that is okay but it is not the truth so saishan anandasya mimamsa bhavati now this is the secret and correct understanding of ananda or the bliss now what is that see if we have to measure something or if we have to explain something we are all conditioned by measurements and that which is infinite how can you measure that like suppose we are standing below the sky nothing around us and if somebody ask us a question how deep is the sky above your head what will be the answer i don't know how deep is the space in front of you because you are knowledge when you go away from yourself you end up in ignorance i don't know and this is how anything which is gained through the mind the sense organs the intellect is finite mind cannot function in the infinite like eyes cannot see the formless eyes can see only the forms how how many things are there how many people oh so many people of them <coughs> how they have become many because in between them there is a space so the shapes we are seeing the formless space we can't see go further so when we go and look up in the sky cloud free sky what is the 
purpose of the eyes to see? What is there to see? Nothing. Because eyes cannot see the space. Then what the eyes do? They project. That projection of the eyes is called as optical illusion. And in that optical illusion, we see the sky blue. Is the sky blue anywhere? See, and that is one of the reasons all our gods are not having ischemia. <laughs> they are blue, meaning they are infinite. Infinite cannot be comprehended. See how the genius of the scriptures. Therefore, they give a shape which we can understand, but to tell that the shape is not a shape, therefore blue. So all our attempt in our life is to uh, superimpose happiness in the objective world. This is how the whole theme is developed. And as we go further, we will come to know that ultimately everything is dropped. And what you cannot drop, that is Brahmananda. So here, the first, it is said, because we have to be told with our knowledge, What is our knowledge? Our knowledge is only Shabda, Sparsha, Rupa, Rasagandha. Beyond that we don't know anything. Or our knowledge is somebody is rich, somebody is poor. Our knowledge is somebody has got a huge mansion and somebody is poor fellow staying in a hut meant. So what is our understanding? If somebody has everything in this world, how much happy he will be? So this imagination, projection begins. So what is the first projection? Imagine there was one young man, healthy, he had a beautiful wife, he and she was intelligent. These are all imaginations, this never happens. So he was healthy, young, he had a beautiful wife, she is also intelligent, and he was ruling the whole world. There was no enemy, there was no problem of any kind. If such is the case, what is his happiness? We can't even think. Our happiness is ice cream will get. <laughs> Keep on screaming all life. See? Such a happiness, now see, just imagine what is what it is. Such a happiness is called as one unit of human happiness. Some kind of measurement is developed. See? Like in uh, Ramayana it comes. How much time it took for Hanumanji to go and get that mountain for uh, Lakshmana? They say, how much time? When the oil is well heated and you put the sesame seeds or the mustard seeds, 
how much time it takes to burst them open, even earlier than Anumanji has come. Oh, one by one millionth of a fraction of a microsecond. Major mages. <coughs> Here also, this is the measurement. So, therefore, he is Yuva, Yang, uh, Adhyayakaha, well-read, Ashishtaha, Dhrishtaha, well-cultured, very powerful, Balishtaha, Yastasya, Yam, Prithvi, Sarva, Vittasya, Purnasyat. There is all prosperity, prosperity, no problem. Sa Eko Manusha Anandaha. That is one unit of human happiness. That means we don't have even one fraction of happiness in our life. Yes, you are lost in rubbish. <laughs> so we don't have even one unit of happiness. Our happiness is. Khanemi achar nahi hai to kya ho So much lost is the objective pursuits. This is one unit of happiness, human unit. Then, te yeshatam manusha anandaha, saiko manusha gandharvana manandaha, shrutri akamahatasya. Now from here, you go on adding zeros. I am very zero in mathematics. I can know maximum 1 followed by 1 zero 10. 2 zeros 100. 3 zeros 1000. 4 zeros 10,000. 5 zeros 1 lakh. Beyond that I get confused. Now you keep on adding. 1 unit of human happiness. Then so add two zeros after one, human happiness. That happiness is Manusha Gandharvana Manandaha. What is Manusha Gandharva? All these singers. If you want to make two persons miserable, don't make it, but I have done it. <laughs> Two people miserable. Don't allow a singer to sing and um, don't allow a poet to read his poetry. They will be most miserable in life. You have seen all these professional singers. They are not like Mirabai. Mirabai, Mere to Giridhara Gopala, she was singing for Lord Krishna. We sing it for getting the applause. The harmonium? Mary Chunari, Ri, Ri, Ri. People get fed up and they clap. And then they, the singer thinks they are clapping for him. No, enough. That is the meaning. There was a singer like this. He sang. And very well accomplished artists were also there listening. So everybody said, repeat again, repeat again. So he repeated once, twice, thrice, seven times. He said, you liked it so much. You are asking me to repeat again and again. He said, no, unless you sing correctly. <laughs> 
Luther is thinking wrong. Manushya Gandharva is the happiness that we have from these things. See? Similarly, the artist. Another example I'll tell you. In somebody's house, I went in uh, which place? Thane, if I remember correctly. <coughs> the moment I went and sat like this, see, there was a very big picture of the same uh, Bhagavad Gita chariot. So I went and sat and saw around, and I am not interested in anything in this world, I tell you very frankly. So the host told me, Swamiji, how do you like? I said, very nice. But what, you are not giving me anything to eat. He said, no, not eating about the things. This is very good. He expected I will praise something, but I did not. Do you like this picture? I said, yes, it's okay. This is made by my wife. Then it is very good. He said, she got the award and one or two Swamidas also came. They also appreciated it so much. Therefore, do you like it? I said, look here, you are asking a proofreader. Do you know a proofreader never reads? He only finds out the mistakes. I said, I am a professional proofreader. I will not say. No, no, tell me. I said, this is a wrong picture. Huh? Wrong picture? Their wife was cooking and said she came outside. <laughs> what is wrong in that? I said, suppose I tell you, what will you do? I will remove it from here. I got award. Nobody said. I said, don't make it prestige. Okay? Yes. But will you give me my food? Yes, I will. <laughs> It's a question of survival, Baba. <laughs> then I said, Mama, such a beautiful picture. Where are the reins in the hands of Bhagwan Krishna? Those reins have to be tied to the horse. Where are they? And she started crying. Swamiji, nobody told me this. I said, they are blind. And <laughs> Oh God! Really, there are no rays. Only hand is there. I said, Mama, don't worry. You tell. It is Wi-Fi. <laughs> Relax. Relax. <laughs> See, friends. So, an artist wants appreciation for his creation. He is really happy. Similarly, Ammas cooks. They cook something. And then they expect that we should praise. How long can you keep on telling lies? <laughs> so one day I was having pickles in somebody's house. I said, Mama, this pickle, uh, which is the brand which, um, you know, make it is? Somebody, this, I made it. I said, you are telling lies? No, Swamiji, no. Really, I made it. It's surprising. Why? It is so tasty. <laughs> Homemade pickles, you have to say they are tasty. Or else you won't get food. Market pickles have to be tasty. Then only they can be sold. 
दिस आनंद इज मनुष्य गंधर्वाणाम आनंद हैप्पीनेस दैट वी गेन वेन समबडी एप्रिशिएट्स अस आवर आर्ट आवर एबिलिटीज देवी Then she becomes Yashodam, and Krishna, Yar, <laughs> and they'll be singing in Tamil. Nobody understands. <laughs> Even the dancer doesn't understand. But if you don't tell them it is very beautiful, they feel mad. Oh, it was so lovely. I thought Sakshat Gandharva has come. This happiness is. Hundred times the human happiness. Manusya Gandharvanan, and then so eko Deva Gandharvanam Ananda. This is equal to one Deva Gandharvananda. Manusya Gandharvananda. Then so eko Deva Gandharvananda. Shrotriyasya Jagamatasya. So hundred times Manusya Gandharvananda is called the Deva Gandharvananda. Now who is Deva Gandharva? They are the celestial musicians. मनुष्य गंधर्व ई लता मंगेशकर जरोटा एंड देव गंधर्व इज आई डोंट नो बिकॉज आई एम स्टील ऑन द अर्थ सो दैट इज सो हाउ मेनी जीरोज नाउ फोर जीरोज वन फॉलोड बाय टू दैट इज मनुष्य गंधर्व देन अगेन हंड्रेड मनुष्य गंधर्व आनंद Is equal to one Deva Gandharva. So one followed by four zeros. Count, I'll forget. I'm telling you, it's your homework. Okay. Then this word we I'll explain you at the end. Shrotri stacha akamatasya. I'll explain at the end. Then Deva Gandh. Ye te te ye shatam Deva Gandharva naam ananda ham sa eka pitru naam chiraloka loka naam ananda ham. So more. Subtler than the Deva Gandharva Ananda is Pitru Loka Ananda. Pitru Loka after the death, the soul goes into Pitru Loka. Those who are lost in doing karma kanda, they take themselves to be the the soul, and therefore they do all kinds of things. And then they propitiate their um, departed elders. and then they bless these people and their desires are fulfilled is still subtler so 100 times of the deva gandharva ananda is equal to one the uh, chiraloka lokana pitrunam ananda so how many zero six then further ye te ye shatam pitrunam chiraloka lokana ananda sa ek ajana devanam ananda Another two. How many eight zeros? One followed by eight zeros. That is called as Ajana Devanam Ananda. They are 
not born as gods but they are only unborn gods so all the divine potentiality that we see in the universe that is called as the ajana devana manandaha that is the one thereafter ye ke um, further te yeshatam devana manandaha sa ek indrasya anandaha so indra's ananda is one followed by 10 zeros i'll take you inside you don't worry <laughs> oh so one followed by 10 zeros that is indra's ananda okay and thereafter te yeshatam indrasya anandaha sa eko bruhaspatehe anandaha hundred times indra's ananda is equal to bruhaspati's ananda so now there are 12 zeros after one and then further te yeshatam bruhaspati ananda sa ek prajapate hi ananda so 14 zeros is prajapati ananda and they te yeshatam prajapati ananda sa eko brahman ananda so 100 times of prajapati ananda that means 14 zeros eko brahman ananda and continuing further Where other Anandas have gone? <laughs> huh. Up to here we see, now we go to the next one thereafter. Okay, we have reached the Brahmana Ananda Brahma. Now see, what is being done? is only this is called as taratamya is called as comparisons one is better than the second second is uh, the third is better than the uh, second then the fourth is better than the third the fifth is better than the fourth in this manner they are gone up to brahmana ananda now tell me what we have understood it is so much it is so much happiness it is so much happiness what so much so much yaar kuch to bolo see friends now to make us understand is the one sweet little phrase put in between and what it has shrotriyasya cha akamahatasya all this happiness starting from human happiness up to brahmana happiness brahma's happiness they are 100% with the one who has these two things shrotriya shrotriya is the one who is well versed in scriptures well versed in scriptures means he who has understood the import of the statements not erudite not scholar he friends by reading the menu in a hotel hunger cannot be satiated see therefore shrotriya upanishad says shrotriya brahmanishta when the knowledge is uh, interacted then digested 
assimilated, then the knowledge becomes an experience. And what is the experience like? The second word. Akamahatasya. We are all Kamahata. Hatam is killed. Kamam is desire. We are all killed by the enemy called as desire. I want this thing, I want that. I want this There is no end to that. First the worldly things. Then I want to do good to the world. The one who created, let him suffer. You don't suffer. See friends. Therefore you will see the meaning of meditation given by Bhagavan Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. What is the meditation? Four, right in the beginning, second chapter. Prajahati yada kaman sarvan parthamanogatan. He who has prajahati given up for good, manogatan kaman, let our mind not entertain any desire. There is nothing like good desire and bad desire. It is not Taliban. Good Taliban, bad Taliban. It is not like that. Like Taliban cannot be good. Exactly. There is nothing like good desire and bad desire. Whether you are tied down with a steel chain or you are tied down with a golden chain, you are tied down. See, friends, Akamahata. And in Kathopanishad also at the end Upanishad tells what is abidance in the truth? Yada sarve pramuchyante kama yasya vrudhishritaha atha martyaha amruto bhavati atra brahma samashnute it is not posthumous. See? Sarvan kama, no more desires are entertained. That desire-free experience is living in God. Akamahatasya. Now for this we must know what is a desire, how the desire is born. Then only we can get rid of the desire. Desire is born under following conditions. Number one, there is a sense of incompleteness. When our stomach is filled up to the throat, then we cannot have desire for food. But when it is empty, there is a sense of incompleteness. So we fill in. See, many people, like recently where it happened in US probably, my friend, now his two sons, they are likely to go to college within a year or two. So the wife said, we have to have a huge, beautiful house. That is the dream of my life. So they asked me. I said, do whatever you like. Because you ask me, I am telling you. Within a year or two, both your children will go out. Nobody will come here. 
then you will have to clean the whole house. You don't get servants. The whole life you will be only cleaning the house. Is it necessary to have six bedrooms, uh, three places for the um, you know open space, and there is a big um, basement where you can play football? What for? Swamiji, that is the dream of my house. I said, live in a dreamland. See, the desires will not allow you to keep quiet. Because I had a dream of life. <coughs> Without that, I am incomplete. Now apply this principle in day-to-day -day life. Those of you who have come over here, in India, <coughs> when you were children, that time India was not that prosperous. Money was hardly seen. In the same family, hardly the young children were bought new clothes. They were inherited from the eldest brother. Same chaddi <laughs> comes down. And when the pants were stitched for them, or shirts, don't make it here, make it here, because he will grow. <laughs> they were stitched Bermuda pants. And then the same shirt and pants goes to the next generation, next son, brother also. Now with that kind of poverty or shortage, we have lived. Now here we are having everything. So what we are doing? We are reliving our childhood through our children. We did not have nice shoes. Okay, let him take. But he has got already one room full of shoes. The other day, here only, I think, is uh, yes, Australia. In uh, Melbourne, it happened. One of my friends, he has again the same thing. Hamidi, my new house. And you know, for every room, there is a separate uh, attached bathroom. I said, in India, it is everywhere. No, but here it is not. I got it made. My design. And then he was showing me. I said, don't show me bathroom, I know. <laughs> Here, I have experienced one bathroom thing, I tell you. One Punjabi gentleman, I don't remember who was he, many years before. He brought me, and it was raining. So he said, Swamiji, uh, see, now that wiper, according to the intensity of the rains, it will automatically start increasing speed. So he started. Then when we reached home, he said, see, automatically that garage will open. I said, okay. And I can add food very easily. And then when we went inside, he said, you want to wash the hands? I said, yes. So he said, don't search for your tap. Put your hands, automatically water will come. So I went. Then he said, I'll show you the toilet. I went there. He said, you don't have to flush. Automatically the water comes. I got so fed up with this automatic, automatic. I said, may I ask you some question automatically? He said, ask. I said, when you sit down. It happens automatically, or you have to do it. <laughs> and then, what is the achievement after having earned millions of dollars? Automatic toilet. I have to it. See, friends, kaam hata, whenever. We have this sense of incompleteness. Then to remove that incompleteness, we desire objects. 
Otherwise, you tell me, what can justify a young, healthy, intelligent, free, rich boy to think of getting married? What a life without a wife. Caught. Then one virus, once it enters, anywhere he will see, looks like, you know, good for me. Then he tries to uh, talk to her. Hey, how are you? Nice. No, you want a lift? I can give you. Yes, yes, I want a lift. Where? We go that way. Why? My son is studying in college. Oh, God. God. <laughs> a sense of incompleteness is the seed of desires. Number one. Second, we always desire that which is other than us. Like this is my camera. I don't desire my camera. It's mine already. How important it is. So how the desires are born? These two errors. A sense of incompleteness and a sense of otherness. Now go further. Find out. Is it ever happening or possible? Analyze your own experience. What is the experience of our deep sleep? In deep sleep, we don't have a sense of incompleteness. Because not identified with the body, not identified with the modifications of the mind. So all the sense of incompleteness gone. And there is no sense of otherness. Net result, no desires. Therefore, all happiness. And happiness always expresses as noise. Therefore, people snore. Just snoring is Brahmanandam. Why is snoring? Don't disturb. It is Brahmanandam. Swamiji told. <laughs> See, my friends. Therefore, all these different types of Ananda which are told. Don't get carried away by who is the Karma Deva and who is Ajana Deva. It's all rubbish. You don't get too much lost in that. You will get lost only in the definitions. That is not the purpose. Like the child. He was lost only in the wrapping of the uh, chocolate. Throw it away. Eat the chocolate. So the important word is this. That when you try to understand the Brahman and the, it is not from anywhere. See? And in this manner, these two things are the meaning of the Brahman and the Mimamsa. So these two things, one, Shrotriya, and this is very important word. Why Shrotriya? You will come across two types of Mahatmas in this world. One are those who are expert on the Prakriti and according to them there is one soul per body. They accept it and they live that knowledge. And therefore they will be always talking about last life this life, next life. See, 
there is one great mahatma in uh, gujarat yeah, parmanji knows him so once he happened to come to donavara for something and uh, he came and he was with me so he is a great yogi kundalini everything and uh, he asked me something i spoke to him and then i asked him maharaj ji i want to ask something will you please tell me according to your path what is the meaning of the jiva or the soul god we talk brahma ji we talk indra we talk varuna we talk all these things we talk but what do you mean by jiva what do you mean by soul he spoke everything except this word apoy din argue with him i said what in the word didn't tell what can you tell me you can talk about jiva if it exists can you talk about the mirage waters oh i collected the mirage waters and it was having high uh, concentration of the platinum or rama <laughs> it appears but doesn't exist it is here shrotriya comes into play see friends and these mahatmas who accept this that there is one soul per body and therefore they have acquired lots and lots of the powers of the prakriti and with those powers and his powers are dormant in every one of us those who have focus on that those powers are invoked and those who bypass them they don't care for it let you take for bhagwan ravan marshi do you think he didn't have all the divine powers not interested it is something like when you are going to let us take badrinath you will be seeing all the beauty of himalayas around you but you are not interested in that you will be there exactly the same way shrotriya is the one who has this clear understanding that not only body identification has to be dropped but also the notion that i am a soul has also to be dropped therefore karma kanda dharma shastra jainism buddhism christianity everywhere they have got a same thing one soul per body and it becomes so easy for any dumb person to accept but when we are not understood the moral of the story moral of the story i'll say and then conclude <clears throat> we are all expert in blaming others for our miseries first that has to be stopped then be responsible for everything that happens in your life how but why i am getting all the miseries from the people around because you have tortured them in the last life <laughs> so they are taking revenge with interest but then what can i do now behave properly with them so that next life they will not torture you 
Okay. Now see the net result. You stop blaming others and your interaction with the world has changed. What will happen? You will learn the art of remaining at peace with yourself. Such a person who is able to remain at peace with himself or herself alone can think of something higher. But when I am disturbed because of you, what will I think about? Only you. Friends, therefore, we have to recognize this principle. Whatever we have given importance to, that becomes the soul of our miseries. Have we given importance to the blue color of the sky? But why the color? I don't like blue color. I like pink. We don't give. We accept as it is. And one day by God's grace he come to know that the most important valuable thing in the world is you are at peace with yourself. Then the meaning of these two phrases, śrotriyasya, akamahatasya, then this will be clicking. Otherwise our whole life goes only in struggle, struggle. So to conclude, only two steps on the spiritual path. Number one, freedom from body identification. Number two, freedom from the notion that we are a soul in the body. Whatever remains or doesn't remain, that you are. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnahat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shanti Shanti Harihi Om Sri Guru Yona